Hello, good, um, good time. Welcome to another, yet another episode of the Specter of Anti-Blackness. I am your host, once again. And uh, the Specter of Anti-Blackness. I went into, I went to detail a little bit more in the last episode about what this podcast really is. Um, and I think I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure I already also established what the actual, what I mean when I say the specter of anti-blackness, which is more or less, um, just to recap is like a, uh, looming, uh, feeling that for me, at least is kind of just reoccurring in the, uh, media and entertainment that I consume in the Western world, whether that be um, strictly uh, black media or white media or just media otherwise, you know. That is what drove me to start the podcast, um, wanting to have dialogue about um, kind of the anti-blackness, but now it's also kind of tied into, um, uh, you know, looking at just black shows in general. Or you know other black different media and that sort of thing things that predominantly feature black people, um, by black people that sort of thing, and um, kind of talking about that and 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 stuff like that. So it's a little more than just the specter of anti-blackness, but I do like the title, so I I'm gonna stick with it. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, today we are looking at. Um, episodes or chapters three and four of the underground railroad which is a uh amazon original by barry jenkins who you may also know i believe he did moonlight pretty sure that was his and also um if bill street could talk which i haven't seen either of those um i saw bits and pieces of if bill street could talk when i was flying to nigeria my sister was watching it next to me um but yeah i I haven't seen either of those i'm sure they're good um and i'm from what i saw um i think he implements some of the same stuff from those movies and this show so you know kind of just like his directorial style um but at any rate let's uh Let's go ahead and transition and hop into uh, the actual. Let's let's look at episode or, or chapter three. All right, so uh, chapter three is entitled North Carolina, and it has our heroine Cora traveling further north this time to uh, North Carolina kind of self-explanatory there um north carolina at least compared to chapter two south carolina um it's not as um well i'll say that i think it's more like character focused and plot driven um there's not a lot of like um metatextual elements and like um allegory and and that sort of thing that we saw in South Carolina. Um, I'm not really picking up on any very large themes in North Carolina. Um, 
they go to a very religious town and in the entire state of North Carolina, apparently black people have just been um, outlawed just in general as slave or otherwise enslaved or otherwise. And uh, in the beginning, the uh, the railroad guy, like the, the white guy who helps him, the abolitionist, I guess, um, he makes this comment like, oh, you know, the, the brutality that a uh, man can do when he believes he is just. Which, sure, there's some elements of that in this episode, but that that's also in every episode. So I wasn't really getting like this big thematic, you know, idea. I couldn't really see a lot of today in this episode, and maybe that's because I'm not uh, very well versed in Christianity, because, you know, it's got like these heavy, I don't know, they're maybe Mormon or something, I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't really get much of that. Um, I do know that this part, my mother read the book, this is based on a book if you didn't know, uh, my mother read the book, and I remember discussing this episode with her. And this is also a thing that happened in the book, but it happened differently in the book. Um, there were some parts that uh, they cut out in the uh, show, particularly the um, the guy who's uh, helping Cora. Uh, and there's another there's another girl in there, a little girl whose name is Grace. It's a young girl. And um, he is raping her, if I'm not mistaken. That's completely cut from the show. Um, it's not even implied, so I don't think it's like a subtle thing. She does say that she hates all of them, but she doesn't really give any reason as to why. Anything indicating of that, anyway. Um, but um, if that was in there, which I'm not saying I wanted it to be or anything, but I would see like a thematic cohesion with like even the people who are trying to help them. They, I don't know, they, they're like still, like, they're trying to be helpful in their own ways, but they're still very not, like, good. His wife is pretty terrible, um, even though, you know, she sees herself, you know, doing good. And I suppose in some sense of the way she is, but she's not, like, completely morally absolved of, you know, she, she's still doing bad stuff. I think this episode serves to kind of just propel the plot forward in this episode. Um, spoilers. Uh, we do have Cora at the end is captured by the guy who was chasing her. And I swear, every time I watch this show, I can never remember his name. I don't know why. But the guy who's been after her uh, does finally catch her. And uh, we see a little bit of that Homer once again, was instrumental in um, sussing her out like he was in South Carolina. Um, it's not time to talk about Homer yet. We will talk about him, but um, we see a little bit more of him and his uh, his unwavering dedication to the... Uh, what is this guy's name? Hold on, hold on. Give me a second here. Ridgeway. Ridgeway? He's called Ridgeway, apparently. Um, so, yeah, his, his unwavering dedication to Ridgeway. And, um, you know, we, we see a bit more of that here. Um, Cora is captured, and we see her in the back of a carriage with another uh, seemingly captured, uh, previously enslaved man. Um, 
he doesn't say anything, but he'll, you know, he'll become important later. And uh, we also, for the first time, see one of the guys who is not Homer that work with Ridgeway. Um, and up until this point, we didn't even know there was anyone else. At least, I don't think. It's my first time seeing him, or at least understanding um, what he does and where he's at and that sort of thing. Um, so a lot of things being set up for future episodes. Um, but personally, um, in my eyes, it doesn't really stand as the other ones do in that same sort of way of like, you know, that real deep thematic cohesion with like the uh, current day allegory and, and all that sort of thing. It is still a good episode, though. I, I do enjoy it. And, you know, again, it's also, it's it's book stuff. So I guess they had to have it because that's just how the story goes. And it's, it's important. But um, yeah, honestly, not much to say about this one. I can't even believe I stretched that out over uh, six minutes. That's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, I know I said I was going to do this like daily, release one episode a day sort of thing. I'm not doing that, obviously. I'm going to do two episodes a week. Um, on Monday, I watch an episode and record. On Tuesday, I will watch an episode, record, upload. Um, so then, you know, it'll be like a Tuesday every week. There's 10 episodes. It'll be about a month and a week of doing this five weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, that, the everyday thing was just a little too ambitious considering everything else that I got going on these days. And it also gives a little bit more I don't want this to be a daily podcast that's too much um but it also gives me more time to think about what I'm going to do after this I know I have other things in the oven I'm not sure exactly what's going to come next um but I do feel like I'm getting kind of better with this uh speaking thing it does suck that I still don't have anyone here to dialogue with that I'm just you know speeching it up monologuing it or what? what's the other word for that um there's a monologue and then there's like a, I, I can't remember, I'll come back to that. But um, yeah, stay tuned for um, for episode four. Uh, that's the one I'll be watching tomorrow. Um, well, and in like 10 seconds for you guys, but for me tomorrow. Okay, and we are back from the short break. Um, and there's been a lot of twists. I just finished episode, uh, for a lot of twists happened seemingly overnight. Um, for one, there was a twist, uh, in the show. Uh, we went back in time. Uh, we're not focusing on the main character or focusing on the villain of the story. Um, the, the title of the chapter of the episode isn't a place. Um, and we have a a guest. We have a special guest um, speaker on the cast today. Um, Two people. Why, why don't you go ahead and uh, say hi? Hi. You can hear me. Yes, I can. I can hear oh. you just fine. Just um, so, um, uh, oh no! Now I can't hear you. What do you, what do you mean? I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. Thought it cut out. Yeah. You, you can you can hear me fine. Yes. Okay. So, um, yes, lots of twists going on, and um, so uh, I hear that you're a, a big fan of the uh, of the podcast. I am. I I enjoy it very much. Uh, I appreciate. Okay, great. Glad to hear content. that. I'm glad to get uh, 
get you on. You, you were the winner of a um, of a contest, I believe. Is a long time viewer and um, what? you, right. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I've so, been like pining over this. I'm so happy that you, I'm, I'm on the show. Thank yeah, um, uh, are you nervous at all? I am. Yeah, <laughs> fine. I mean that that makes sense, you know. And, and the podcast and and the cast biz, as we in the biz call it. Um, it's, it's completely normal to be nervous the kind of, you know, the first time. So don't even worry about that. Just it, it comes and it goes anyway. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you, before we get started on the episode, which you just watched it too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have, um, anything to say about, uh, the podcast in general or just, um, this series in particular, this mini series about the underground railroad or anything like that? Um, for the series, uh, I would say I've, I've watched it before. Um, so this is my second go around and, um, it's a lot more difficult to watch this time around, which I think is interesting. Um, but overall I love the, the series, um, about the podcast, not in particular, no, I like where it's going. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, quick question. Uh, you said it's a little bit more difficult to watch this time around. And what, what makes you say that? What's more difficult about it? I can't even, I haven't been able to like put my finger on it, honestly. Um, I don't know if it's just, so I'm having, um, or I'm feeling more connected to music lately. And I think just like the music and the visuals and everything, it's just a lot more impactful this time around. Not to say okay. that it wasn't the first time either, um, but I feel like I'm having a more like encompassing experience, I guess, mm. okay. um, which makes it difficult sometimes. All right. Um, now I was I was able to talk to you a little bit before the show, and I remember hearing uh, you you had some notes about um, some things that you thought I missed out on in previous um, episodes. Yeah, uh, what, let me try and recollect. Um, so I think it was, I you, you didn't really talk about uh, Cora's mom, Mabel is her name, um, and then Caesar, really. And I know like you didn't wanna like, you wanna do broad strokes and stuff, but uh, I think especially Mabel, she's incredibly important. Um, and she's kind of like present throughout all the episodes, uh, you know, as Cora goes through everything and like she, it kind of does full circle. Um, and then for the, with Caesar, I don't know. I, I just feel like like half that second episode was about him or like was him with him. Sure. Um, and it's not that I necessarily have like a whole lot to say about him. I just think like, it's um it's maybe like the first time you see like how yeah like how, how you kind of said how men are being like demasculized how would you say that word uh and just like the i guess like young male perspective at that point in time um but that's all i really have to say about those two things where'd you go 
Uh, yeah, so. Okay. Oh, sorry, could you not? No, I couldn't. Did you just oh, say something? Okay. Yeah, sorry. I, um, okay, can you hear me now? Can you hear me still? I can hear you, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know what that was about. Uh, yeah, you know, techno technical difficulties happen sometimes when you got more people on the cast, I guess. That's a part of the know, biz. That's part of the it's part of the cast biz. Yeah. Um but yeah, I did neglect to mention Caesar much in the um as much as I wanted to in the second episode the second chapter of the first episode. I um when I first went through and recorded it, I spoke a lot more about him. Um but it felt like a little too lengthy and a little unwieldy. And I was kind of going like um, part by part, like, oh, you know, Cora's over here doing this and Caesar's over there doing that and that oh, sort of okay. thing. And it felt more like a, you know, play by play in that sort of way, which I, I didn't want. But I can go back and talk about some. Uh, I didn't mention him at all in the first episode, I don't think. And also, I did not speak about uh, Mabel either. Um, uh, so I will say for me, Mabel feels representative of, um, well, for one, I would say home for Cora, um, you know, with like the okra and the okra seeds, um, uh, which is not really explored too much in the show as it is in the books, I think. Um, and you, you are, are you a book, you're a book expert, right? You, um, you lengthily <laughs> read the books or? I haven't read this book, though. I read oh, books, okay. You, you didn't read the book. book. You're a, um, you're what, a, a um, slave historian or? Um, no, not. No? That. Oh, no. Okay. Um, huh. Why do we, why do we get you on the, why do we get her on the show? I, um, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, so I feel like um, not only does she represent like just home in a general term, but I feel like uh, her mom, Mabel, is representative of Africa and like, you know, roots and that sort of thing. Um, but I don't really have much to say about her until the end of the series when it kind of comes, right. as you said, full circle. Mm -hmm. um, as far as we know about her so far, she um, she escaped, she ran away um, without her daughter, Cora. And she's the only one to have escaped the pursuit of Ridgeway, which I know his name now because I, I looked it up. Um, yeah, right. Isn't that like? Do they ever even say that in the show? No one I'm ever calls sure. him that. Like... No one, <laughs> no one calls him anything. Which is, I always forget his name, but I, I do know it now. I think I've committed it to memory. Finally, okay. um, the one thing that I want to add about Caesar, which I, I told you a little about, um, was in the first episode. I believe the line he said was. Um, I will not be bred like cattle, um, which I thought was like a very cool and powerful and important and integral line. Um, um, not only important for like life back then when you had like the different uh, the breeding plantations and, you know, all of these uh, uh, things that the people had to go through, the enslaved folks where, you know, they'd have yeah. to have sex with people they didn't want to. We could just leave it at that without getting into the real you know, depths of the uh, trauma that was, uh, that was, you know, placed on them. Um, but even in today's society, I feel like there are still, um, uh, you know, it's, it's still kind of reminiscent of that same, 
Oh, I think you cut out again. Oh, damn. Why does it keep doing that? Um, what's the last thing you heard? I'm sorry. Um, reminiscent of that same dot, dot, dot. Oh, hmm. Damn, what was I saying? Um, uh, it's, it's, it's essentially the same uh, sort of feeling in our society today. Um, mm. With, um, personally, at least, I think about the, uh, the porn industry for one, and kind of like uh, the way that uh, sex is really related to, and um, just in general, the um, emasculation is one of the words, or demasculization is also a word, I think. I think those mean the same thing, um, of, of you know, the black man. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I really had to say about Caesar, honestly. I mean, I know you think he's a really big part of the, um, of the show, um, I wouldn't say like the series as a whole, but just that episode, like it was intentional that he took up so much of that space. Mm, for sure, sure. But over the series or the course of the series, um, yeah, he becomes, I don't want to say less important, but I think she's- Less significant. Him. I mean, it's it's 10 episodes, he's in two of them. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, um, it is heavily implied or even stated, I think in later episodes that he um, he dies terribly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so let's go ahead and, um, let's get into the episode. Well, first, right before we do that, um, I, I, I release these episodes in joints of two. I will do, you know, as you've seen, I'm sure episode one and two, and then, you know, now I'm going to do three and four, which means you have not yet heard my thoughts about chapter three. <laughs> right. Um, so what are your thoughts about it? I've already stated mine. You haven't heard them. Uh, sorry. Uh, but go ahead and... I don't like that, but okay. <laughs> um, episode three, that's North Carolina, yeah? Um, yes. You just watched it so today, we, right? Yeah, I yeah, I just watched it. Um, let me think. So I, I only have like a few things, I guess, that were noticed, noticed by me. Um, okay. Overall, like the whole episode just felt like it was about like the, I don't want to be um, crass, but like just the the impact of white women. It felt very like white women centered um, mm, okay. and just like what their like fear and insecurity does. Um, brings out or whatever they're sorry no cussing um that happens sometimes fuck you know it's, i don't know <laughs> um, and then it's a little thing but and i don't know if it continues um throughout all of the episodes but homer's always the one to catch cora or like you know spot her um he which is, I don't quite, and I don't quite get, I can't connect the dots like fully yet, but I just noticed that um, it's always like him and her, or has been so far. I feel like a possible, um, maybe not explanation, but maybe idea behind it. Sure. Um, and maybe not a very good one. I don't know, like, you know, he's a kid, maybe he thinks like a kid or, you know, uh, 
something about you know gotta use a black person to catch a black person i mean i mm. i don't know um <laughs> but he you know he seems pretty intelligent for his um right yeah for his age um i, I like, however sorry go ahead i'll save it because it has to do with the fourth episode too so you can go first oh no go ahead no it's 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 well all i was gonna well, say was just i don't think it's uh Personally, I don't think it's quite time to talk about Homer yet. I think I want to also save that for the for the last episode. <laughs> I want to talk about Homer. <laughs> um, okay, then I'll just briefly mention it. I won't get into it, I guess. Um, but like the fourth episode, you know, we're following Ridgeway. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's like searching for this great spirit. It's like this thing he can't connect to doesn't understand it um and I don't remember what I thought the first time I watched it but I wrote like or I was thinking is like Cora the great spirit but then I was thinking is Homer the great spirit um or like you know this this thing that he can grasp onto um and I'll leave it at that I guess <laughs> mm. well yeah. it, that's that's a good segue anyway into uh, yeah, chapter four, good. which is indeed uh, titled The Great Spirit. Mm -hmm. um, now we start off this episode with um, with our friend, or if we can call him that, Ridgeway, um, kind of uh, grasping with this idea of, um, you know, his father instilled in him this belief of what the, you know, the, the titular, uh, the great spirit, right? Which, um, in my understanding, is basically just, you know, God. Um, and, um, we see him at his mother's grave and he's like having a really hard time connecting. And he's like, I feel like he makes a lot of different errors, which are very common. Um, Ridgeway being a Western man, um, has a lot of belief as he's talking to his dad at one point and, um, things that are physical. He's like, if I can't see it, I don't know it's real, you know? And his dad's like, oh, you gotta feel it. And then he's like, I feel like he's relating to even feeling the wrong way. Because when he says he's got to feel it, maybe he's thinking like, oh, sensationally. Like, you know, it's a, it's a feeling mm -hmm. you get in, in, in your body somewhere. Mm -hmm. And not really feeling on like this, on like this deeper level. Um, so, I, but it, what his dilemma here, it humanizes him, at least for me, because um, his dilemmas are really, it, it's a true dilemma. Where it's like, you know, you're searching for this thing, especially when we're talking mm -hmm. about these um, these uh, spiritual as aspects, when we're talking about God and that sort of thing. And it's mm -hmm. like, what if I, you know, what if it's not there? I can't, what if I really can't connect? What if I'm doomed in this sort of way? You know, I, I think that's a really real um, dilemma. For sure. Like, as I was watching it, I was like, for like a brief minute, I was thinking about like when I was like an atheist, essentially. <laughs> and like, the pipeline from like atheist to agnostic to like believing in God. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I think it's especially like he's depicted as maybe like a 19 year old twin. I don't know how old he is. Um, he's, yeah, he's young, that young probably. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's the point in time in which you kind of start contemplating that, at least from who I've talked to in my own experience. Um, it kind of makes sense mm -hmm. that, yeah, he's trying to figure that out. Um, and is kind of frustrated, I guess, when everyone else kind of seems to 
have it down, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm uh, just a quick tangent here. I do want to um, shout out uh, Barry Jenkins because I believe this oh this um, this flashback episode is not included in the books. Um, really? Yeah, I think this is. Um, I think he just made this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe that to be true. Um, yeah, I'm not looking to that. Oh, there's um. I'm, I I was not just shot. I believe that was a. Uh, Firework outside. Okay. I guess they're celebrating um, Tuesdays. I don't know. Um, Gotta celebrate Tuesdays. Yeah, I mean, anyway. Um, so, yeah, I remember the first time I watched this episode or this series and I was speaking with my brother, he put a lot of the blame on Ridgeway's father, feeling like mm. um, he, he kind of didn't do enough like he wasn't able to raise his son in the correct way um mm-hmm. which is a it's a point i can kind of like i don't feel like his father was perfect but at okay. the same time i feel like you know he did the best that he could with his means and in his situation and he even mentions at one point in the episode that like i don't basically says i don't think i'm his teacher and being a parent isn't the same as being a teacher you know mm-hmm. um Sorry. No, that's fine. Excuse you. Um, so yeah, uh, that's uh, so we we follow Ridgeway. You know, he's having these issues with the Great Spirit. He pushes a kid down a well. He um, uh, uh, basically in the episode, what we see is um, for one, I feel like Ridgeway stands for a lot. You know, um, he's he's a lot more than just like one random guy. Uh, he makes the speech. It's not quite the um, the speech that he has in a later episode, which I feel like kind of just epitomizes the entire ideology of mm-hmm. American of the West uh, in general. But he does like have this ideology, which I, which I think was prevalent during a time. I don't know how prevalent it is now, but it is. It it rings true for a lot of people in that way of thinking, where he's basically like, um, you know. Uh, if you're supposed to be free, then you're then you're free, and then if you're not, you know, then maybe you weren't supposed to be, or whatever. Um, right. And kind of invoking this way of oh, things are as God intended, you know. Um, right. It's like um, I remember the speech you're talking about. It's like the predecessor to the Great Expansion. Is that what's called the Great Expansion? I call it. Uh, you were thinking of Manifest Destiny, I think. Manifest Destiny. Uh, yes, that. He was giving very much that in the episode and in later episodes. Yeah, and, and yeah, he, he definitely gets uh, more into that way, for sure. Yeah. Um, I also felt a lot of, um, on the same level of not understanding how to quite relate to spirit, he also in conjunction with that feels very um, materialistic with the whole thing with the jackets. And he was like, you know, he does the, he's like, Hey dad, I, I got this jacket for you. And he's like, I have a jacket. Like, you know, his, his dad's dad's like, like, you have two coats. That's so sick. <laughs> uh, good job. Anyways. That's lit. You bought two of the same jacket. That's pretty cool. Wow. Look at you. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he's got this, um, he's buying into this materialistic worldview uh, common in the West, 
And I feel like that only serves to further perpetuate this, um, uh, this emptiness that he feels when trying to connect with anything spiritual, because he's in a very um, materialistic way of approaching things. And that's another concept that's seen a lot in our society today. Um, with a lot of people who get like rich and famous and they still feel just as empty, if not more empty than when they weren't rich and famous. Um, at one point, you know, eventually they realize happiness isn't in this material stuff. Um, fulfillment isn't in all that. Uh, the, you know, the age old adage that uh, money can't buy you happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you said it earlier, but the whole thing about like him maybe confusing great spirit being like this sensation that you feel in the body um, and how things like consuming, like that people go through that all the time. Like they have buyer's highs and it's, it's this thing that they can't help but go after. I mean, we're all, we're all complicit, I guess. Um, but how are we all complicit? Yes. I don't know. Everyone buys stuff. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like even if it's stuff you need, it feels good to like, be able to buy the things that you need. Like, I'm not saying the sensation itself is bad, but the level in which people worship it. I'm not saying like us or everyone, but um, yeah, it's a real thing. Like people worship, you know, money and whatever, mm-hmm. Phys- physical things, external sure. things. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, um. do you have anything else to say about episode or chapter four? The Great Spirit. Um, not really. It was spooky. It's that episode scares me a lot, honestly. Um, yeah, I do know that um, the the well part is a is a thing for you, right? The well part, the part when it's like from the baby's perspective, um, mm. when the dad gets caught, like that was like very intense. Um, it does the audio thing where it gets like really loud and overwhelming. Uh, so yeah, is that, that was hmm? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't think home, so. Right? No? I, don't, I don't know because I thought when I first saw him that it was, but then the other catcher, like he takes the baby. So I don't know if he gets him back. I don't remember what happens when it comes to that. If I remember correctly, there's either a little bit more to this flashback story in another episode, oh, like okay. we see it again, or he just talks about it at length because I'm pretty sure he does explain how. Homer comes into a service, which is actually okay. another, again, we're not going to, I'm not talking about Homer <laughs> yet, but I, I do, his relationship, Ridgeway's relationship with Homer is an interesting one because he's shown so in this episode to be completely um, devoid of empathy for black people, which mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a common thing for people back then with all of the, uh, the propaganda and just the situation in general. Um but somehow he ends up with this um, little black kid in his service who he seems to uh he takes care not of him. deeply for he does he takes care of him and yeah. um he respects him in, in some sort of way mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's very so yeah that's something uh worth looking at once we get there but um yeah i think that's all i have to say about episode four yeah. me too um, no further comments. Nothing else you'd like to um to talk about before we wrap this up. Um, I will say this isn't really like an analysis or a comment on the show itself, but I accidentally started 
with the tenth episode because I didn't like look at the um, episodes because I thought it would just start with number one. Um, so I saw like a little bit of the tenth episode, which is like a very interesting thing to come into the series again, knowing like the first ten minutes at least of the last episode. Oh, you watch ten minutes and you're like, oh, this is the wrong. I'm at the wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was like wrong episode. Um, but it does like you know because the first episode does the flashback thing. I was like, okay, I'll just go along for the ride. Um, oh, <laughs> and then you're like, oh wait, this isn't a flashback. Man, this is a really <laughs> long flashback. Wait a minute. It's a really long, continuous. Uh, <laughs> this is like a story. Um, but that was understandable. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is. Do you have any? Um. I've seen a podcast or two where they. Um, they talk about things that they're watching at the end or they do plugs as they want people to find them on social medias and stuff. Do you got anything like that you want to tell the people? Um, no, I don't really use socials and I'm not watching anything of note. I'm watching Legend of Korra. Like, it's, that's Ooh, and yeah. for that, I'm going to have to kick you off the no, show. No, 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 no. Listen, whatever. We'll talk about it off the podcast. Don't come for Legend of Korra. Wow. Yep. That's um. Yeah. Okay. That's a point of contention for sure. Um. But this is not a podcast about that show. This is a podcast about a very great show. Um. And uh. So let's go and wrap things up. Thanks for joining. Um. I'm gonna say my thing that I always say at the end. You can also add on if you can think of a thing to say. Um. I hope you viewers of the show. Um. They properly hydrated today that you don't feel like, you know, you don't get cracked lips because you're you're thirsty and you're like, damn, I want some water. I hope you stay properly hydrated today. Um, and I hope that you are able to sit in the sun for like at least like a minute today. Just like chill out in the sun. Um, That's get good. That vitamin D. Uh, it's very important. And spring is coming. So everything is really pretty outside um that's, that's a that. good one yeah yeah no, thanks for that um all right this has been my um my my guest star for the for the day go ahead and um uh you know thanks thanks for coming in we appreciate thanks for having um, me. yeah of course um you know uh thanks for participating in whatever it was that got you on here mm-hmm. um I have to talk to my producers about that. I'm not sure uh, how you got in here. But <clears throat> at any rate, uh, um, keep, keep, uh, keep listening. Keep checking out the podcast. Um, if, if you like or if you don't like it, delete it, I guess. And, um, yeah, I'll see all of you in the next uh, – well, I won't see, but you'll hear me, you know. You know, same, same time next week. Same time next week. Goodbye. Bye.